0: Hey everybody and welcome to episode 111 of the Revive cell podcast,
1: here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself Podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin.
0: So guys and girls, welcome back to the show. Hope you're all good. Good. Hope everything's well. Um, and the weather was great last week and it's done a little bit turned for the worse as happens, uh, in, in England and the UK. Um, but I hope you are all enjoying the springtime, uh, and been able to get out and about. I had some great feedback about the episode from more Williams, which is, which is brilliant. And, uh, got a really good episode for you today. Uh, just before we do that, as always, just got to mention, uh, that you can uh, head on over to www.reviveyourself.co for any of the articles we've got around your health. If you're dealing with a chronic health issue, we've got our free four-day mini course for you there where you can learn all about the basics of what you need to do. Um, as well as our shop there, we've got great supplements, uh, electromagnetic frequency blocking devices, the water filtration systems, etc. And um, also going to be getting our blue block uh Blue block glasses on there soon. But if you head on over to com you can get your blue blocking glasses there, blue light blocking glasses. And you put in the code REVIVE, you get 10% off. And the same as if you head on over to um, essential oil you put in the um, fuel or the best essential oils in the world, in my opinion. You put in the code REVIVE in small letters, you get 10% off there. And that's with Dr. Nick Berry. Um, and um, yeah, we're going to have lots of. Lots of things going on. So um really really excited for what's coming up. Um book working on the book, just working on getting that out now. Got a few different things. Actually, got a little publisher looking at it, so we'll see what happens there. But otherwise it's gonna be out in the near future. Um and as I like to say guys, if you if you have got a health issue and you're looking for one-to-one help, then send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co and we can see if and how we can help you. Uh, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. But today's show is with uh, a doctor I've been trying to get on for a long time. He's just a very, very busy man and his name is Dr. Elmer Jung. Uh, He is a biological dentist, a holistic dentist. Um, He's got a new book out called... um, Shut Your Mouth and Open Wide. <laughs> Quite an aggressive title for a very lovely gentleman, as you'll see. A very knowledgeable gentleman, too. He's also been... Well, you know what? I'll let you. I'll let him tell you the story. So, without further ado, here's Elmer. Enjoy the interview, and I'll see you on the other side. Yeah, sometimes, I did one the other day, and I, my, my side was uh, pretty good, and their side wasn't. I was like, it's just, I don't know what. Sometimes, it just the, the acoustics of the room. It just, um, yeah, for some reason, it just sounds sounds better with headphones, but it's good to finally talk to you. I've been trying to get you Absolutely. on for, for a long, a long time. I've been trying to get you on for a long time and, uh, you know, come highly, you come highly, um, recommended, um, not told about, about yourself, uh, about four or five years ago now, uh, from a guy, uh, called Graham Weinberg. I don't know if you remember Graham Oh, Weinberg.
1: right. Absolutely. Yeah. I get still my supplements from him. Yeah. Few, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, Red Twenty Three, and um, so I've been looking into like because my journey was into holistic health, obviously being ill myself, and then not realizing just how important the teeth are. Yes. Um, so Absolutely. for for people out there, we, we're just going to go with it. okay? We're yeah, sure. just going to start because um, it's good to get into it. Um so we know you've got a good uh, a book out, new book out at the moment. We're going to go into that, but just for people people out there, um, how did you? how did you first get into uh, dentistry? Because, you know, obviously being a doctor, there's, there's lots of, and also the holistic journey because majority of dentists out there today, they're still practicing, um, I would say, archaic, um, you know, well, to say archaic practices of putting mercury in people's mouths still, uh, root canals, et cetera. So how did you first get into dentistry and then what, what made you go into the holistic route?
1: Well, it started actually already before I even went into dentistry that I had a, a kind of skin condition that the, the normal doctors just couldn't deal with. I went to them for years and years, and then I heard from a homeopath, and I went to him, and he gave me some of these little globules, And within about six to eight months, the skin condition went. So that was the first time when I actually got into contact with this kind of well, so-called alternative medicine, mm. and then I went into onto university, and that was actually quite an interesting story because my grades from um, school weren't that great, so that I could go straight into dentistry. There were a couple of options how you could get into dentistry. One was. Yeah, having the good grades or you wait for years until you get in or you have a lot of money and get a lawyer to get you in and the fourth um, option at that time was you go into the draw of the kind of lottery okay. dental lottery and you could get a, a place at university there and that is how I succeeded. So I got my dental place at university through the university lottery at that time. <laughs> right, And yeah, in the first few semesters it was fine because you you didn't work on patients, and then when we started working on patients in the second half of the um, study, then we used mercury, and that was already kind of strange to me that you would use a, a very toxic material yeah. and put it in somebody's mouth. But at that time. Well, we couldn't discuss that because that was part of the curriculum, and that is how we had to do. And if we wouldn't uh, comply with that, we would be off the university. So, so where, where, so where, what university was this actually at? That was near Stuttgart, University of Tubingen.
0: Tubingen. Oh, okay. Tubingen. Yes. Tubingen. Okay. So it was in because I I know you've also worked at the. Um, we're going to it, but yeah, I will let you tell your story. But um, the, the the famous clinic in Switzerland, um, yes. I always, always get the name it, Paralysis. The
1: Paracelsus. Paracelsus. Paracelsus,
0: Paracelsus clinic. Um, yeah. And I've actually interviewed Doctor Doctor Rowe. Um uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so interesting. So we're, go, we're going to go into it. So go, go ahead. So you're saying you you're a bit you're a bit um, talk about mercury, and even then you were a bit taken back. But
1: it's what what they did, right? Exactly. That's that's what we had to do. And I mean, during university, I. Then went on to a couple of naturopathic um, conferences, started out with homeopathy. And so actually one thing led to the other, bioresonance, applied kinesiology, um, all sorts of things. And when I finished university, I, I was really adamant that I wouldn't use any mercury, any amalgam fillings in my practice and there was when we took over i took over a, a practice with a colleague of mine from university in stuttgart and i said well we won't use amalgam that was almost the time when he said oh well then we're not selling to you and i said well if that's the case then we won't get the practice but that that is definitely so we will not sell our souls just for um the sake of making money with the fillings because it's It's easily done, the mercury fillings. It's only then difficult if you do it properly. Then it takes at least the same amount of time as it would take when you do normal composite fillings. And so, yes, we we got the practice and um, we ran it as a private practice after a year. And that was pretty much the way I'd like to do dentistry. So you can really focus on the patient, discuss all the options that there are and... Yep, that was in 1990 when we started out with that. Oh, awesome!
0: So, I mean, that's a long time. I mean, it's a long time ago now. Yes. I, so I do mean, to, but in. That's awesome that you, even back then, is in. It was 1990. People a little, nowadays, people are a little bit more um, receptive to the well, a lot more receptive to holistic methods and understanding because they've been down at the conventional path I say a quote unquote and it hasn't worked or it's made them worse and so they come onto people like yourselves but back then talking about that was there if you're not using amalgams you said there you had someone saying not going to sell to you was there a lot of pushback from other dentists to so you saying like why are you not or no 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 pushback there
1: was no. or, or even patients saying why are you not using this well, we explained why and everyone was happy to not have it because why would you want to have a toxin in your mouth? Mm. It doesn't I mean, really make sense to, to anyone if you explain it properly. No, it's, it's uh,
0: always, um and I've had uh, Dr. David Kennedy on here as well, who was like the uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, godfather. The, yeah, the <laughs> godfather. And uh, he was saying that he was, I mean, head of toxicology uh, in America, I think 30 years, and he was like, I mean this mercury comes in a container with skull and crossbones in which says like exactly. poison, poisonous in any amount but it's okay when you put it in your mouth. This it just it seems like it's crazy to me and there's people walking around with mercury fillings that are off gassing or every time they even every time you they touch their teeth or brush or drink or eat, you know, it, it's off gassing their mouth and which is just amazing to me that um this has been allowed or this practice has been allowed for so long just because it's cheap, you know, but um it's i mean yeah it's it's amazing what people can get away with now so from so from there from your from your clinic in stuttgart um wh- how did you get to the uh, paracelsus clinic
1: well when i sold my part of the stuttgart clinic we were relocating down to um near switzerland mm-hmm. at the lake constance and I somehow got in contact with with Thomas Ra I think it was on a conference and he said well why don't you want to come and work with us for um for the holistic dentistry and because my practice at that time was start uh only just building up I had um time to do that so I worked there for sometimes 2 or 3 days a week and that was absolutely amazing to be in an environment where doctors and dentists and other therapists work together. That is, from my point of view, the way that medicine um, needs to go so that really a patient is looked from toe to head and head to toe and someone keeps the reins, and keeps the overview so that they are not just sent to specialists where the specialist is really good. However, no one knows what's actually going on overall with the patient so that's a, a very very good concept there and it's highly recommended yeah We so we
0: always say this is why when i have my have my programs to people and clients and i always say to them i'm like the air traffic controller we've got our program i'm going to go through and if i need to send you out to specialists i will you know um, because specialists on their own a little phrase that paul Check has come up with he said like specialists are people that know more and more about less and less and yes. so they know absolutely anything about nothing because a lot of people especially in the medical industry they have like the shoulder specialists and the gastroenterologists and they have it. and it's like they don't realize that this is all connected that the body is connected so we have to absolutely. go through the past and and so with, with the paracelosis clinic what was for people out there that have never heard of it what was unique about it and and what was i mean i mean what did what would what made it different to other clinics out there
1: well, the the main thing really was Dr. Thomas Rau, the head of the medical department, because he really knew back then that dentistry, that teeth has such an important part to play in people's health. And he would, with every single patient, and still does nowadays, get an OPG, which is a, a big X-ray, which shows all the teeth and the TMJ joints, the roots, autopandemogram it's called he gets that for every patient with the initial consultation and then looks at this and says, well, there are root canals, there are cavitational areas, there's something not right. Before we do any medical treatment, go and have your teeth sorted. Okay. And so this is one of the few doctors back then that has this vision that people really need to get their oral health sorted for them to benefit from any medical treatment.
0: 100%. And this is, I mean, this, I could go a million ways with this. Um, so with the teeth, how important they are. This is why, well, before we get into that, because whenever I send, whenever I have to send people, um, I have actually sent clients to you, you probably don't know, um, but um, I've sent, yeah, you're, you and there's another doctor that I use uh, down, in, down in Bournemouth, um, send people to you. I, I always go off the, off the basis though like if someone comes to me and they're very very toxic I always still want to get them to a certain level of health first not her, like, not first but i send them to you as well but we keep on working on the health because once you start if you start removing mercury or root canals etc you need to make sure someone's immune system is quite strong and there's and there's got as the least toxicity in them as possible right because otherwise it can really impair their immune system.
1: Absolutely. I think this is this is the important part and that's why I get quite some referrals from practitioners who help their patient get to this certain level and to really make sure that the kidneys, the liver, the gut, the skin, that these detox organs, that they work properly, because without that there's there's no real sense in um making all those toxins float around in your body, they will just sit somewhere else then and probably in worse parts if they can't be getting their way out of the body. So, yeah, absolutely, totally agree. They have to be um, prepared. Yeah, And also when when you do surgery, for example, they need to have certain levels of vitamin D. We might go into that later on. Um, So, yes, I totally agree. And it's the good thing that Practitioners nowadays refer to to dentists who work in the way like we holistic dentists do, so that they get the benefit for their patient. No, one hundred percent. And so
0: it's as you said, if if the detoxification detoxif- pathways aren't open and they're closed because someone is very very toxic, the body's not working properly. Um, mucking around with someone's teeth or mucking around with anything, it can cause big issues because um, you said before, like you've only got a certain toxic threshold before the body starts to have problems and this is why yeah I have a biological medicine practitioner that I work with uh, and I also send people to to, to you but when we need to but we have to get them to a certain level I mean I think it was Dr. Thomas Levy do you know Dr. Thomas Levy yes yeah Uh, he I think he quoted his mentor and I've used it ever since so it's always stuck with me which was you can't dry off when you're still in the shower um, which means you know you, you've got to stop putting these toxins in first and reduce those toxic threshold so we can then start to work on you and um, so so we will get into surgeries and vitamin d we're we'll going to that but for people out there that we've had a few other dentists on uh, we've had dr thomas levy on twice uh dr ewan as well um interesting to know for people because people in general they just think oh the teeth are just they don't, they don't realize how important they are they don't realize that. They 're actually linked to, to meridian pathways down the body yes. like reflexology points so how f- for you um, you know and this is the other thing you know mainstream medicine will tell you it's all Hercus pocus and root canals are not yeah. bad etc and we'll go into that um, but for you like how important are the teeth
1: and and what and how do they relate to the body Well teeth are, are really very very important and even back. Almost uh, 60, 70 years, Dr. Issel's uh, a cancer specialist in Germany, he said about 80% of his patients had either an issue with the teeth or a problem in their mouth that related to their health problems. And I see that a lot of times when we do the surgery and we remove root canal treated teeth with people that some symptoms disappear. You will never know what happens when you remove those toxins. However, we know that when we remove the toxins, it's a, it's a big load off taken from the patient. And so there is a connection. I had a patient very early in my um, holistic career. He had diarrhea and constipation for years and years, and he had a tooth on the lower right side, which is a molar tooth, and that one is connected to the large intestine. It had a huge cyst on the root. We saw that on the x-ray, and he was to have a root canal treatment, and I could convince him to not have the root canal treatment but have the tooth out and clean the area out. And once the tooth was out, he never, ever suffered from constipation or diarrhea again, and so I had many patients, female patients with issues in the urogenital um, area disappeared when teeth were removed from that area, and you can see on my website, there's a tooth chart, or you can find it anywhere um, on the internet, look for tooth chart, and you can click on the tooth, and then it comes up all the different categories of your body that can be affected by that tooth no. it's a it's a guideline toxins can spread anywhere and still it's it's a good way to know for example the front teeth the four front teeth on the top and lower they are connected to the urogenital uh, got to bladder kidneys the egg teeth the the eye tooth the canine tubes, it's connected to the liver for example and so it's very, very important to know of these um, connections.
0: It's interesting as well. Um, I think Dr. Levy said, "I quote: ninety percent of his patients with breast cancer had a root canal, or yeah. ni- ninety-five. I think it was something ridiculously high."
1: I think, was I think Dr. that was
0: Doctor Rao. Doctor Rao, is it? Sorry, it was Dr. Rao, Sorry. Yeah, so it was Doctor Rao, actually.
1: Sorry, it was, it was it at Dr. the time when I was there that he. I mean, he just leisurely went through the through the um, through his patient lists, to the notes, and and found that out. Um, I mean, we have to be careful with with um, messages like that. However, there, there's a high uh, incidence of root canals and problems with your overall health yeah
0: no I, uh, I, 100% no I do agree you've got to be careful with messages like that but at the same time um I just want people to realize how toxic these things are you know I mean oh, people, absolutely because people will say like um correlation doesn't make causation well if you've got a doctor who's been dealing with people for 30 plus years and he's stats show that you know there's <laughs> it's a, no matter how you slice it um you have to say look these things Let's be honest, Um, I I think it was a 100% chance of infection
1: in a root canal, 100% chance. Yeah, the problem is you you can't get it sterile. It it just doesn't work. And I mean, the the proponents of of root treatments, they say, well, root canals are are safe for your health and as long as they are successful, but then what is successful? And they also say x-rays show exactly whether it's a success or not or that since the antibiotic area has loomed on us, the focal infection are negligible and they have been a hocus-pocus thing in the first place. And that with, with modern treatments, that long distance effects, so the effect from, from the tooth um, to other organs is actually excluded. That's, that's their standpoint, whereas opponents, of that, they say that root canals can actually be the cause of of many different diseases and that x-rays aren't really sufficient to diagnose or determine these effects. Because with the x-ray, we have a a two-dimensional image of a three-dimensional structure. So Mm. that already brings up limits to the whole problem. And, yeah, the root canal teeth, they can be a source of toxins. And I totally agree with, uh, with the 100% infection rate. Over time, I'm absolutely convinced that over time, every root canal treated tooth is infected.
0: And so this is, I mean, a lot of these infections as well are completely painless,
1: so people don't realize them. That's, that's the real big challenge because no one will look for something that they have no reason for looking at because there is no pain, no swelling, no nothing. So, and even x-rays just do not show all the time that there is something wrong. You could have a, a perfectly fine x-ray, but still the tooth is infected, has bacteria there. So there need to be different ways of looking at that and testing those teeth and making sure that the tooth actually is okay. Okay. So rather than just assuming.
0: Yeah, so so how how would you go about that? Because you know there's so there's so most people who use dentists use that say 2D x-rays, but there is a machine that's a 3D X-ray. And like how would you go about testing for those root canal teeth to see if there is an infection in there?
1: Well, one option is the 3D image. Uh-huh. The cone beam cone, image where, cone beam. where Yeah, the cone beam. Where you can actually have a three-dimensional picture of the tooth and see exactly what's going on on the root and another test is the orotox test the orotox test was originally developed by Boyd Haley you probably came about him as well he's a a very very um, interesting professor from Kentucky I think from the chemical department and he, he got very early into the whole mercury problem and the root canals and he developed um, a test where you put a a little paper point between the tooth and the gum into into this area and that paper point soaks up the fluid that runs around this tooth and then you leave it there for about a minute And you put it afterwards into a solution, leave it there for another two minutes, and then you actually get a result of how toxic that fluid is. And you get a a scale from 0.0 to 0.2, and every tooth that has a... um, a number higher than zero point two is highly toxic. So it doesn't specify what kind of toxins they are; it just tells you how toxic it actually is, and that is very, very accurate. And so, and so, you've got the cone beam image, and what was that method called? It's the test is called OroTox. O R O T O X R O oh, R O No O oh, O oh, like. Oh, o- o- omega Romeo, omega, and then
0: Tox. Oh, Tox. Okay, got you. orotox, Tox, got you. And so the thing is, as you said earlier, though, you actually agree that that um, root canal tooth, even over time, will will have a hundred percent infection rate. Would you say then that it's probably best for people to get these removed because if they're going to cause, if they're not causing issues now, they're going to cause issues down the line
1: that really depends on their immune system. And I mean, as we get older, we fill our buckets with all sorts of poisons and issues. So the older we get, the less likely it is that we cope with these problems um, appropriately. And then, from my point of view, and, and that's how I always look at it. Would I want something in my mouth that is potentially toxic to me? I, I would.
0: I would so, just say. So I would just say a hundred percent. I get what you're saying. So, but you just said that as we get older, yes. you deal with these things uh, less. But when you're younger, your body can can actually take the make the um, say the immune system stronger. Um, yes. So wouldn't it be better, even though as we get older, they might they might become worse,
1: wouldn't it be better to get these things taken care of ASAP? That's what I just meant that I say. Um, if I would have the knowledge that something is a problem in my body, I would want to get rid of it. Right. So I would have it taken out, absolutely. 100%. And so, and so
0: this is the thing. For people walking around, they're like, but my dentist said it's okay, or I need to have my tooth out, what are the other options because you know root canals they can drill in the tooth and put it in and it looks okay. What yep. are the other what are the other options for people?
1: When, when the tooth comes out, you mean yeah, when the tooth has to come out okay there, there are again different schools of thoughts. some say once the root canal treated tooth is out, you clean the area, you put some PRF in. PRF is a, a membrane, a plasma rich growth factor that we get from your own blood. So blood is taken, spun in a centrifuge, and then you get different uh, phases of your blood. And one of those phases you use to fill this socket. And that's the PRF um, technology. So, and that one school of thought says you can then implant straight away uh, artificial tools, which nowadays if you do an implant should be out of zirconia. Then at my time with the Munro Hall Clinic in, in Bedford, where I worked for many years with Graham and Lillian Munro Hall, one of the pioneers of UK dentistry, holistic dentistry, we saw mainly um, chronically ill patients, and we couldn't really recommend to have implants for them. We are of the opinion that people need to get healthy so that they really are able to cope with a foreign material, because there's always a reaction. So even the zirconia? Even with the zirconia, yes.
0: So with, I mean, just going, we're gonna, i to come, we're gonna come back to this question, okay? Because I really want to come back to it. But you were with Munro Hall for a long period of time. How
1: come yes. you? How comes you left there and went to your own clinic? Because Graeme and Lillian sold their place. Right. And beta um, who took over she's going in a bit of a different direction more into aesthetics i think okay and so we wanted to move down south anyway so that was a, a good opportunity for us then to and when i say as is my my partner and myself um down to to the south you that, to show, right? yeah that's that's the funny thing here where we uh live one part of the town is hampshire the other part is west sussex so right, yeah right. it's down there
0: yeah nice it's yeah, not too far from um, actually it actually works better for me and my clients because uh, the dr jacobs is uh, in bournemouth so not too far from you uh, right. so i can send you at the same time <laughs> um Great. so it's um so but so, so when you're at the monroe clinic i'm just going to touch on something and yeah. i don't know if you can talk about it or not but there was a couple of claims of lawsuits against yourself Yes. Okay. There were. There were. But I mean we're going to it but my my opinion of these things is when people um when people come to you, you guys at Monroe Clinic, generally it's people that are you say chronically ill patients or people that are in last chance saloon. And once they've tried a lot of conventional methods, which have completely destroyed them, they then come to see you and then when it doesn't work, they go, Oh well, this doctor this happened and my patient died, or we got ill, and it's like, yeah, but the damage was already done, and you were literally going for the last chance saloon. Um, but I just want to just that's my take on these things. You know, it always seems to be that like, um, health practitioners or, uh, dentists or whatever it is people that get the blame for the damage that was already done by the chemotherapy, the radiation, or whatever else done before. I mean, even going back as far as some of not that far, but famous people like Steve McQueen, you know, and the, all these people that they were getting better and then they went down the conventional route and all of a sudden it didn't happen. So I just, just want to like, just, just want to ask, I will get people say, Oh, I Googled Dr. Um, El Jar and I saw that he had a, he had a lawsuit. So I just want yeah. you, you know, what's he saying in marketing? They say, um, make your skeletons dance, you know, because,
1: you know, David yeah, it's absolutely right. And I mean, this this patient that came, I, I was really surprised that this went out into the press because it was said that um, there was a we paid out the money and she should have um, stick to the rules and and not go to the press. And that was was quite an interesting story because she came in um, three times actually for initial consultation, so she had probably about three or four hours of information about everything. Then she didn't have any money. And Graham and Lillian, they said, okay, well, then just pay half of it. And she then had the treatment done by me, was happy with the treatment so far. And she paid with a check, which bounced. And we never heard back from her. We said, oh, well let her go. If, if that's what she wanted to do, then we'll, we're not running after her. And six months later, we got the letter from from their solicitor that I've done something wrong. I ripped out teeth that were totally healthy. We had proof of that with the photos because we, we took photos of all the teeth that we take out and so we can see what's going on. You could uh, you could see the cysts there. And One of the downsides there was also that we weren't really backed by our indemnity because we we really could prove that what we did, the teeth that we took out were really worth taking out. And so then the insurance company made a deal with the client, and that is when it came to paying out those 35,000 grand.
0: It seems uh why it seems weird for them not to back you when they had the pictures. Why why was that? Do you know?
1: I think that this with a lot of insurance companies, they rather pay out rather than going through a quite expensive court case and then still not getting a hundred percent right and having to pay out still. And I think at the moment in in the UK, it's quite difficult for dentists to. Um, yeah, to put their case forward, because the GDC seems to be quite on the, the patient's side, so it's it's difficult in in that situation to really get your right. It's just and that's probably also what the what the insurance companies see would rather pay out than there is no uh, bad wording on the, the dentist's reputation, so to say. Before it then goes to the GDC because there's always a risk that you get your fingers slapped or even worse.
0: Yeah, I, this is yeah that's the thing. And but the, the, it's just a shame because it puts a black mark against you or it puts a black mark against yep. the clinic. And it's like yeah, it same happens a lot of times. Like you see it in the press, someone. Someone, something happens to someone and they take, rather than going through court and spending £300,000, they take a caution or they take something like, well, you were convicted of this and that. It's like, well, if you would actually look at the story, I didn't, I didn't have £400,000 to go to court and fight something. So I took that as a means and it's like, you know, yeah. and so people use it against you. And it's like, you don't, it's the same with, um, uh Dr. Blaylock. Um and yeah, Dr. I think it's Dr. Blaylock who was talking about vaccines and autism. And people, Wakefield. Sorry, Dr. Wakefield. It's Bla Blaylock is the MSG doctor. Uh and yep. endotoxin, yeah, Dr. Wakefield. No one that quotes that actually knows the true story about what he talked about and the actual research and the fact Wakefield. that nowadays it's actually right. Um don't say it. He's actually come into prominence and it's like, yeah, well, you quote Doctor Wakefield, it's like, yeah. You haven't done the the ten thousand hours that we have um, to understand what he's talking about, and you know, and and it's because it's easy to shut him up and to, to put him for court because these companies, these vaccine companies, have got trillions, not about billions, trillions of dollars and pounds. whatever, yeah. uh, and so I, I completely understand. I just wanted to get that out there for people because I know it's, it's easier to, to just to yeah. say talk about it, get it out, because otherwise people will ask questions. And I knew the story. Myself, I could, as in, and even if I didn't know the ins and outs of it, I could pretty much guess. Is it something happens a million Dr. Gonzalez, or um, yeah. and, and, and and it's happened a million times to all these top doctors, uh, Edward Group. Um, I'm trying to think, of the, what was it? Um, even girls from the clinic, girls in therapy. You know, generally it comes in, and people uh, they're they're probably annoyed at themselves that they didn't do the the, the thing right in the first place, or they're just looking for someone to blame. Uh, and they just go after people, especially in today's world with holistic dentistry and um, normal holistic practices. There's still, still this quackery around them, even though yeah. it's like, how many results do we have to get
1: to prove to you it's not quackery? Yeah. And there, there's so much scientific proof oh. out there nowadays. I mean, it's it's there. It's really there. If you want it, you can get it. I think it's just. I mean. How many times does the conventional
0: me- medicine have to foul before we start realizing that's the quackery? As in, like as you said, it is scientific. It's real science. This it actually works. Yeah. Um, and so, and even like talking about the meridians of the teeth, it's all it's all um, Hocus Pocus. It's like, is it? Or have you ever 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 heard of like Ayurvedic medicine or Chinese medicine and the reflexology points and your meridians? And yeah. and it's it's just people don't understand because it's they. It's like this westernized thing, that oh, you can't see it, it must be bullshit. Um like, well, you can't see love, but does that exist? It's mm? the same with the radio, where does that come from? Out of the socket? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, right? It's your gut feeling. You walk into a room and you go, it doesn't feel right in here. Yes. You can't yeah. prove that, but it's it's the reason why... It's why you, yeah, it's there, or you probably done it, you know when someone's staring at you, but there's no like you, you don't there's not there's nothing telling you but you can feel it um so it's just interesting i want to go f- through that so we'll go we'll go back to, to the root canal so you said that's the way, way of doing it but for someone that's that's chronically ill you still can't even have that in there so if you're not so we'll, we'll go through chronically ill first and we'll go through people that are not chronically ill so if they're chronically ill you take you have had the tooth taken out you then get the pro- uh, protoplasma um put in there would you just leave it then or what people well, for, for
1: the first three months, I always leave it, let it heal so the bone gets back to a normal density. And then there are different options depending on how many other teeth there are. Are they already filled? Do they have already crowns or inlays? Can they be used as a retainer? Because we, we also need to be aware that whatever we do on teeth of our patients, it's always a trauma to the tooth. And that trauma could end up that they that those teeth become very sensitive or that the nerve gets damaged and then again the patient is in front of the decision whether to do a root canal or have the tooth out. So whatever we do, we have to do it in a in a very, very kind way to the tooth. So what what options do they have? There's dentures obviously, and nowadays they are very, very Good materials and very good techniques to even fill in little spots where only one tooth is missing. It always depends whether that's a front tooth or it's a side tooth. So if you remove a tooth which is the second molar, it might not even need replacement. Whereas further front, you have the options of a bridge of the denture generally wouldn't they be
0: wouldn't they be the sorry i don't mean to ruin your flow here but i was saying generally if they're up here people are not going to be too bothered about if they're missing right it's the ones that if they're here yes it's the ones that are visible that's when people are going to have you know confidence
1: issues and stuff that's absolutely right and again Because we we saw mainly, and I still see mainly, chronically ill patients, we have to see what is really priority. Is it health or is it aesthetics? And so most of those really, really ill patients, they couldn't be bothered less whether they have a denture or they have to have... The implants, they they go for the denture because they know that's the least invasive for them. And once once they're on the healthy side, it's a different story. 100%, yeah. However, it's... we had patients who were supposedly healthy. They had ceramic implants or zirconia implants, and then they nose-dived with their house. So mm. you, you can't really predict it. You, you would need to really check the patient with all sorts of tests to see whether it's okay and then still it's a different story whether you test for example with bioresonance something the patient has in their hand or is lying on on the machine or even they have it in their mouth but it's a different story once it's actually in the bone so i i wonder if you will ever be able to test that actually the implant being in the mouth you can only test it once it's in the mouth what what it's doing do you test with bioresonance yourself I don't do bioresonance at the moment. No, I have practitioners who do that. I sometimes do apply kinesiology, which works pretty good. And I think that's a a very straightforward method of testing. So that's what I use. How how reliable would you say that is? I think it's very reliable, especially if you do it uh, through a surrogate which is a person in between, so you're not really testing on the patient. You test with someone who is not really involved or not really interested in the outcome, who is very neutral. And I would say the, the confidence of myself with these results is, is very, very high. So
0: for people out there that don't know much about kinesiology, what, what, what is it and, and, and
1: how do you test? Well, it's a, it's a muscle test where the muscle responds to an input, for example, the muscle of your arm, when you, you take out the arm like that, that's most of the time the indicator muscle, and that tests strong, and you then put the patient's finger to a root canal treated tooth, then you have a circuit running, and if that's a problem, that area, then the when I push on the arm then the arm would go weak there, there are a couple of pre tests and you need to check with the patient that they had enough um, water and so on but, but that's in a nutshell how the test works
0: right, awesome. so so for people so that's for chronically ill patients people that are people that are yeah Ill. I mean talked about you talked about crowns there I mean
1: a crown is something you'd recommend well a crown is, is a, a viable option. If there is a lot of tooth um, material missing, then often a crown is the only option to restore the tooth. And they're, they're not toxic? Well, as long as they are full ceramic or yeah. zirconia, they're okay. I just would not use any material that has any metal. Okay. So, so
0: that's for chronic uh chronically ill patients for someone that's not chronically ill and they've been told that they have to have a root canal what would their options be similar very similar or would they be able to extract put the protoplasma in and then put the implant straight in
1: well as i said previously i myself would never want a root canal if they don't want to lose the tooth at the present moment and they are healthy, then they could have the root canal test with the Orotox tests regularly, see what the toxicity does. And if it comes to a point where they say, oh, well, now it's getting really toxic, I better get rid of it and do it that way. Personally, I think it's better to not have a root canal treated tooth. Because if you look into medicine, I mean, dentistry actually is the only department of medicine where you leave something dead in the body if you have a gangrene on your toe your your gp wouldn't fiddle around with a stick and and get stuff out of there and fill something in and say oh let's see how we go um he would just chop it off Mm -hmm. and in a way it's, it's similar with the with the root canal it's a dead organ and you leave the dead organ and it starts to decompose over time so that is why the longer you leave root canals, the more likely they become infected. They become toxic. And 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 even and if people don't do root canal proper, properly, can't they get an infection there? Um, you yeah, mean? that's another point. I mean, we were, we're talking about root canals that are done to the best standard possible. If they're not done properly, then absolutely it's the worst thing you can do if they are too long then they irritate the bone if they're too short then stuff can get in so yeah it needs to be done really well mm. and can and can they and if they're not i mean
0: the chance of biofilm is being produced by those bacteria in the mouth i mean what what i mean is it um what is the infection called again i, I remember i've talked about it a couple of times it's not a tubular is it um what is the infection called when when they actually don't get all of the tooth out and they leave it in there it causes big issues um i can't remember cavitation cavitation that's it yes. a cavitation that's a big issue in itself right
1: that's a very very big issue mainly coming into existence after wisdom tooth extractions okay because they often uh, just get ripped out without cleaning out, without removing the periodontal ligament. And so the infection stays there, the gum heals over it, but inside there, the bacteria, they then create like a mucilage membrane around themselves and no antibiotic, no homeopathic remedy actually can get into there. Really, yeah. And it's in a way similar to a, To a dead tooth, it produces toxins and releases those toxins into the body, and very unlikely they cause real problems, real pain. So, again, it's something where you wouldn't look at because you don't know what to look for. And it's not always properly visible on x rays, not on the two dimensional ones. It's more likely to be visible on the 3D scans or. There's another machine that can do that. Is the cavitate scan. Right. The cavitate scan is a non-invasive ultrasound that, in a way, it shows the density of the bone. And by comparing different areas, you can see that where the, where the cavitation is, it's a, is a different density there. So it's a, a very precise way of showing how the, the bone actually is built, how dense the bone is, and it's without any radiation. And there's a, there's a, new, um, a new machine on the market now, which was developed by uh, my good colleague, Dr. Johann Lechner in Munich. And his machine is called Cavitao. And it's even better than the cavitat now. So that is something um, to really look into because that can show precisely how the problems on the bone look like. So that's Dr. Johann Lechner? Dr. Johann Lechner in Munich, yes. Okay. He's one of the pioneers of holistic dentistry in, in Germany, published many, many books. Unfortunately, I think he hasn't got anyone translated into English, but very, very sound, very scientific. So he is really, really good. So does he not speak English? He does speak English, yes. Oh, okay, okay. It's, so... it's just his... Um, I mean, he has clientele from all over the world, so he definitely speaks a very good English. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll try and get his, him on. It's just his books. Yeah. I had him on my podcast. Awesome. And it's, it's absolutely fabulous. Awesome. Well, so... Um...
0: You say he's, but he's, you said he, sorry, you said he has a client from over the world, but he he doesn't
1: speak publicly that much, or he's just some. He does speak quite a lot on conferences. He will be in London um, in June with the IOMT, the International Academy of Oral and Medical Toxicology, does training for dentists there. And, yeah, he presents his, his machine on several different occasions now he's he's one of the most outspoken people in germany well how do you how do you spell his surname it's l yep e yep c yep h yep n e r e r yeah Perfect. dr
0: lechner. Johann lechner dr johann lechner cool i look at his machine yeah it's awesome so it's so, so a cavitation so this is the thing I always say to people, you've got to be really careful who you go to and what, and what happens because if you get these things taken out and it, I don't know. Did you see the film root calls? Have you seen that film? Yeah. So it's, I think it's good for people because if they're not, if they haven't done a lot of research into this, they don't know what, where to look, you know, I think it was done very well. I mean, it was, yeah, it was done pretty well. I mean, they got some good people to interview on there. I mean, that's was in there. Do was in there. Um, and they talked about a lot of good things. I mean, the the, the the mainstream media said it's all hocus-pocus like they would, but um, yeah. nothing new there. Um, but I've known lots of people who have had root canals that once it's been, they've been taken out, it's like they're a different person, they're a completely yes. different person. And I think it was really interesting, um, you know, for people that he tried, the guy in the, the film, he tried everything, you know, drinking his own urine, Taking supplements, you know, um, algae, doing breathing, breath work, all these things, and that. So I say to people, for one person, it could be mercury toxicity or it could be breath work that helps. So this is why we do a holistic approach and we look at everything because you need. I mean, first of all, by doing all those things, I'm sure you're going to get you're going to increase your health anyway. But once you look at everything and you start to to piece it all together. You know, your your health's going to raise immensely anyway. And then once you find the actual root cause of it and remove that, you're talking a game changer. And, Absolutely. And so and for people out there, you know, that if you haven't seen it, uh, root cause, um, definitely go and, and give it a watch. Uh, because, I mean, that that's where he actually got cavitation in that, didn't yes. he? And so he was like, why isn't it better? And it felt worse. And he went and got cavitation. He was like, well, the person didn't actually – get rid of the root canal properly. And I said, that's a big issue. So people can be walking around, I have my root canal out. Why don't I feel any better?
1: Well, maybe you've got a yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that needs to be really done properly. It needs to be scraped out so that no soft tissue, no soft bone is left that the periodontal membrane is taken out. What I do is also use ozone. So the ozone then kills a lot of bacteria and that helps a lot placing in the, the membrane and also using homeopathic remedies to really boost the healing in the area. So I inject those and I also give patients um, oral homeopathics and we do vitamin C infusions as well to boost the system really properly Perfect. during that time.
0: Yeah, sounds, um, sounds right on my street. I'd say, because it's just people don't realize. I mean, people don't realize the power of these things. You talked about vitamin D there, which we'll get into. But vitamin C, you know, Dr. Klenner in the 1940s cured, Mm -hmm. cured 60 out of 60 cases of polio with vitamin C. People don't realize this. And they're like, oh, we need a polio vaccine. Do we? Or do we just need to take better care of our health, sanitation, and then vitamin C can help it, you know? And so you were talking before, about vitamin D after when they have surgery
1: why why is that so important they need to have it before the surgery okay so they need a level of i always recommend about 130 micromole per liter and the importance is vitamin D is so essential for the healing of tissue and the healing of bone okay and especially when we use the prf and that's what uh, dr chukru the inventor of the prf machine and the whole technology uh, mentioned he never operates on patients if they have a, a vitamin D level of less than a hundred thirty or 150 even
0: okay so that's interesting I mean can this can this i I myself a lot of clients I I know dr Makoto got told off for this um, but I myself I use a low powered UVB um, nutritional yeah. sunbed electronic yep. ballast i don't i i feel phenomenal when i go in them um people say oh it's your skin it's up. Like, no the traditional uva high powered ones and magnetic ballast that's your problem you go to his other ones when well, i get it i feel great and that's i feel better with uvb uh, uv light exposure rather than taking supplements so would you i mean say look we're not we're not um yeah <laughs> i would put this would you personally Personally, yeah, not recommending to anyone else, would you say that's a good way to get your vitamin D? Absolutely, okay. yes, perfect. Um, just because I always say, look, um, I have to say this because, uh, yeah, look, you actually are a doctor, so you can say it. Why well, I say, look, I'm not a medical doctor, so I can't give medical advice, but what I can do is say, if it was me, this is what yes. I would do. And that's how I always bring it across, yes, yeah, because because that's very really important. So, and so, I mean, it's very, imp- I mean, the other thing. Have you noticed, have you ever played around with um, fasting for your patients and putting their body into autophagy?
1: Well, that's what we say. You, you also need to have your your digestion sorted because that is what I know from, from doing the courses with FX Meyer in Austria for many, many years. Um, death sits in the gut, not just in the teeth, it also sits in the gut. And there's a connection between the gut and the brain brain and all these things. So yes, absolutely. I mean, with the fasting, we we need to be careful because what the fasting does, if you do a a proper fast, it mobilizes a lot of toxins Mm -hmm. because the body doesn't get any nutrients. So then the toxins are mobilized, but don't know where to go. And people often feel far worse from the fasting. So, and again, that is where Dr. Rao comes into play. His fasting method is Yes, you fast. However, you don't not eat nothing. You always eat. You just eat the right things. So I did that. I'm I'm still on his diet at the moment. It's also a very good liver cleanse or can be combined with a liver cleanse. So you, you really eat a lot, but you eat a lot of, of vegetables, cooked a bit of raw and salad soups. And it's absolutely clever how he's done that. And he wrote a book about it, the secret to optimal health mm-hmm. so definitely yeah, yeah. recommend that yeah yes fasting definitely a good thing however i think fasting if you if you're not just doing intermittent fasting which everyone can do it's not a big deal just not eat for 15 or 18 hours uh, i think that's that's okayish but if you have a health issue you should always do that with someone who knows what they are doing I always say you get,
0: always bring it into our programs down the line. So get to a certain level of health first, then we can do it, as you say, because otherwise it does mobilize toxins and go through a deep healing crisis, which is, um, can make people feel a hell of a lot worse and get people. So as you say, I completely agree with what you're saying. I, I'm playing around, I've been doing intermittent fasting now for about four or five years and I used to, eat about twice a day in an eight-hour window. I'm now playing around with a four-hour window, and it seems to be working quite well. Like I have a four-hour window, give my body... Sometimes I'll have a day where I eat throughout, um, yep. but generally I like to give my body a nice bit of rest from food, and my digestion feels good from it. Um, yep. I feel very clear mentally. It, yeah, you get hungry, but then goes away after 10 minutes, not a problem, and you go into it. But I just feel like that... I, the more I've researched, the more I've realized... Well, the more I've studied... Um, the deeper you can go into autophagy, so past twelve hours into maybe the eighteen to twenty-four hour window, yeah. the better your results are for for cleaning the body.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's if your it, body has the capacity. Yeah, hundred
0: percent. Yeah, hundred percent. If you're healthy agree. enough. Yeah. If if you're healthy enough. Yeah. If you're not healthy enough, yeah. I don't do that with clients when they come yeah. to me. I said this is something we do down the line. And 100% like Dr. Thomas Rowe, we do like things like colon cleans, liver cleanses, where we've got lots of nutritional yes. things going in. Um, because once again, they can chill out things themselves and they can bind, which is really, really important. But i oh, just for, for people, um, yeah, no, yeah, really interesting. So we've got, so you, we've gone through a lot there. You've got your book out. You've yes. just come out. It's called shut your mouth and open wide. Yes.
1: <laughs> Quite a, uh, quite yeah, what made you think that title it's quite a punchy title right it was a punchy title and nowadays you need to have punchy titles to stick out right. otherwise it's it's just another one on the bookshelf um and i think it's it's a it's a really really good one because shut your mouth that's what you have to do at the dentist because you can't you have to open wide <laughs> yeah I get you. yeah so it's, and yeah. and the open wide is also open wide your brain to let new information in Embrace the new knowledge, and yeah, just read through it.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. It's, I mean, just for people. I mean, a hundred percent. It's uh, for someone who is such a nice guy. I was like, oh, it's quite a strong title. I like that. Shut your mouth and open mouth. But for most people, though, I think they, you know, this is the other thing. I mean, with it, um, when you when you were writing it, what was the, what was your favorite chapter? What was the best? What, what's the thing you think people will be like well oh, that's really information they haven't heard before what was the best part of it
1: i actually like all of them the the best part maybe the root canal part
0: yeah
1: i mean they're 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 84 uh, 48 chapters and they are all bite-sized so you can read one in in, in one go mm-hmm. um what do i like best yeah, I think the the root canal when the bacterias are floating around there like on holidays, and I think it's. I also like the the way how it's done with the, with a story in most cases, and yeah. then the actual fact behind it. Yeah. So that that's quite intriguing. And when I heard from from the dentist in Florida, I thought that's a really good introduction. That that kind of what. That frightens people um, and they can see what, what's going on so there. So just, just just tell people about that. For uh, there, there was a, a dentist who mainly saw children and he was paid by the government, was paid by the units he did. He extracted teeth that wouldn't need to be extracted. He put crowns on uh, baby teeth. There was one um, boy where he put on 13 crowns and he really mistreated his, his patients and no one said anything because he frightened the the kids. He said, if you say anything to your mom, I do something bad to you. And until one mom then had the guts to um, record what he was saying and doing. And so a, a real frenzy set in on Facebook and more and more patients, more and more parents came about and complained. And so, They struck him off then in the end. And so I bring this in and say, well, this is actually a very, very rare case of dentistry. However, there's another, even uh, more subtle way of dentistry that can affect you, which is toxic dentistry. 100%.
0: I mean, this has been done as well in in cancer. I mean, they they put people in prison for giving people chemotherapy they didn't need it because they don't realize that these treatments are how they get uh, Instead of paying doctors for the least amount of time patients are with them, yeah, they pay them for the most, for the most treatments, you know, it's like surgeons, if all you've got is a hammer, everything looks like a nail yes, absolutely and so, this is what people don't realise and I say to people, you have to really go you know, it's when I work with people when people come to you, you know, you want to see them but you want to teach them and get them on their own way, you don't you
1: want to make them self-sufficient, whereas uh, that's not how the medical model works Absolutely. This this is actually the the big mission behind that. So people can take back their health by claiming back their responsibility rather than giving it away when they pass reception and go into the dental chair or, or the to the medical doctor. People need to have the information, need to have the knowledge, and then they can make their own decisions. It's not about having the patient being glued to your practice and have him come again and again and again. You want to see him once or twice to, in a way, sort him out. And then he's set up for for a healthy life. Mm -hmm. And he knows what he wants, what he can get, and what is good for him and what is not so good. 100%. 100%. This is where you talk about Th- Thomas Rowe, actually. It's weird because I've just got a book coming out called The Three
0: Secrets of Health. And when I spoke to him, his book is he's also got mine. or oh, he's got the, his clinic. does the three pillars of health. Three pillars. And I was, like, and exactly. I was yeah. like, oh, it's interesting. And I, I hadn't spoken. I, I'd researched. I didn't, didn't know how that that was the way he did it. And I was like, so interesting. Because when I went around and researched, and it was the same, same thing, um, which was uh, gut health, detoxification. Uh, and my bit was about eti- epigenetics, where how you can change right. People are like, oh, I've got this disease, it runs in the family. It's like, yeah, you can change that, but it depends on your lifestyle. And this is, this is what the other thing. So you go about, about that. And you want in your book, you want to inform people, you want to teach them. What are the things that people can do to mean that, that, you know, prevention is better than cure, right? What, do, what, what can people do to make sure that their teeth are clean, healthy? You know, I mean, certain tooth... I mean, I I always recommend a a fluoride-free toothpaste um, because I'm not a big fan of fluoride. Um, flossing, for example. But what can people do and what are the dangers they've got to look out for?
1: Well, the best thing to keep healthy teeth is your diet, full stop. If you have a proper diet... Because we we also have to see that tooth decay, for example, is not about the sugar that is actually on the tooth. It's about what the sugar does in your system. So there, there is normally, if you are healthy and you have a, a balanced um, pH, then there is a, a fluid running through the tooth from the inside of the tooth to the outside, and that is your self defense of your teeth. And as long as that works, nothing can come into the tooth no matter how much sugar and and chocolate you eat it's it's self-defending however if you eat so much sugar and other sweet and toxic stuff then this ph balance changes and this fluid either stops or reverses and with the reverse it then sucks in all the problems all the bacteria and then you create the tooth decay so that is why people in remote areas that have a very, very healthy diet, they often don't even have a name for tooth decay. And we wouldn't need all these sorts of toothpaste and um, mouthwashes at all. I mean, mouthwash is a um, something you, you don't need anyway. I, for example, I use blotting brushes and they, they go totally without any um, toothpaste. And it works like a painter has too much Oil on his canvas, he blots it so that the oil comes off, and they are fantastic. I got introduced to them in 2007, and ever since I used the blotting brush, it's Blot. absolutely great. Okay, I haven't heard about blotting brush, but um when I spoke to
0: Dr. Ewing, she said you don't need toothpaste, and ever since I've just been using water and my teeth are fine. Yeah. Um, but he says that it's like it's a complete myth. And percent when you said that about, about the the tooth circulating. so true. I think it was like a certain amount of sugar can, obviously it takes away your immune system but it can reverse this and it's why people go on binges and stuff and they get sensitive teeth. um, Things happen. People. Yeah. It's really important to people to get that out there so people are like, oh, now that's, because it's just like understanding why things happen. It's like, well, if you're exactly. reversing, it's so what I talk about in the evening when people don't turn off the Wi-Fi and then at night your body, you've got a, a, a lymphatic system. You've also got a glymphatic system around your brain that detoxifies. If you don't turn it off at night, yes. Your body, your brain can't detoxify, Lots of things going on. And so really important. So so prevention is obviously the best cure. So your diet,
1: number one, is the best thing. And then brushing and flossing, how important is flossing? I don't think that flossing is that important. And there, there are new studies out now that say, well, if you forget to floss, it's not that big of an issue. Always keeping in mind that your diet is good. If your diet isn't good, then you build more plaque you build probably also more calculus and you're more likely to have decay. So then the flossing is, is still a good way of, of cleaning. However, with the blotting brush again, um, you can in a way floss, just turn around the, the toothbrush in a different angle. And it's very nicely um, demonstrated in a in a video on the website. of it's. You get it from tooth wizards toothwizards right toothwizards.com and the the man who invented the toothbrush was dr philip in the states in the 60s in the last century he was a periodontologist which is a, a specialist for gum disease and with a blotting brush he saw that when um, african tribes were were cleaning their teeth with twigs twigs, uh, little branches of, of a tooth, interesting, <laughs> uh, of, of, of a, of a um, tree, and he thought, that's, that's a really interesting way of cleaning your teeth, and so this is how he came about to develop the blotting brushes, because it has split ends, and those split ends, they take on the plug or whatever sits on your uh, tooth, and takes it off the tooth, so very, very clever. With, with this method, he could prevent for almost all of his patient's from having gum surgery, mm. so absolutely brilliant. Do you, do you see a lot of gum gum disease? Well, that's another thing. When we remove mercury, when we remove um, toxic teeth cavitations, the likelihood of people having gum disease is really, really massively reduced. Right, because mercury has an effect on the gum, and mm-hmm. once you got rid of the mercury from the teeth and you detox. Then absolutely, there is far less uh, gum problems.
0: And um, people don't realise just how um, how much that tooth off-, off gassing. I think it's a toxic tooth. You can go on YouTube and look at it from Dr. David Kennedy and just see yes, how much is coming. out. and um, he puts it up to about a, a green a green screen, and people don't realise how much that can impact everything from weight gain yeah. to you know, their mental capacity, clarity, sleep. I mean, I mean, every everything, every. I, mean, I, I have
1: a really. Devastate. Well, it's actually a very happy ending, but from the onset is quite devastating. That was in the early years when I was still close to Switzerland with my practice, and a, a young girl came in with her the mom, and they were both in tears because within three days' time she would be um, put into a mental home. And the way she looked is totally bloated, totally full of water. She was taking antibiotics, cortisone, all these kind of things. And the GP, they just didn't know what to do. And they thought they she would fake all that to get more attention. But nothing could be further from the truth. What she actually had was a tiny amalgam filling, and her parents, mum and dad, were full of mercury, so mum detoxed during pregnancy that's that's a good thing with the mums. they get the toxin out of their body sixty to eighty percent, and so she was already while she was born full of mercury intoxicated then the little filling, which was placed about a few weeks after before she came up with all those symptoms so What we did, we talked to the headmaster and to the GP. Could we keep her in our care? And within three months, the little feeling that she had was removed and um, she could go back to school and became one of the smartest girls in class. So just imagine what's going on and what kind of people are put into mental institutions maybe just for that reason 100 percent. i mean
0: what you said there that's why i was Ill. one of the reasons i was ill my mom had a whole mouth of mercury and i had mercury poisoning and um in a bad way i had mine wasn't mental stuff mine i had big cysts cysts yep. huge cysts that wouldn't go away and all of my body at, acne and then issues, and it and it is it's it stemmed because the more i tried to sort it out the more medication I get wouldn 't work I'd be more toxic then i'd had surgery, worked out my gut flora, had a minute midi- and then it went on, I down to the anglo- fever, more parasites come in and viruses, and all of a sudden, I was a complete mess because yes. everything they did to try and make me better made me worse um, and so like it 's amazing that you can just remove in one thing and it can just change someone 's life um, which is which is awesome so yeah no, it's been absolutely great to, to talk to you. Um, Dr. Zhang, I say Elma. Dr. Zhang. Um, anything else you'd like to add? I mean, where, first of all, I, 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 um, I didn't get your website because uh, I was looking and I, didn't, I only just recently realized that you moved. What's, what's the website for your new clinic?
1: Well, we haven't got a website for the clinic. And at the moment, I'd love to uh, pe- for people to to go to the book website, which yeah. is dentistry-transformed.com. Dentistry-transformed.com. And there they get a, a free excerpt of the book so they can read and see whether it's something they really want to dive into and before they purchase the book. So it's about 10, 12 pages, an excerpt from the book with really good chapters in there. Um, and once they, they bought the book, there are also um, areas where they get bonuses about my top 10 tips, nutrition, oral health, drinking water and there's a, also a, a page about references and resources where they can read more about all these things that are mentioned in the book. That's that's the book website, dentistry-transformed.com. And there is my kind of personal business
0: Yeah, um, that, that's Dr. Elmar
1: Jung. That's that's, Jung, right? .com. That's dr-elmar-young.com, mm-hmm. yes. And the Dr. elma Young com without the hyphens. That's my my German website where I ran my my podcast. Okay. Also, awesome. What is your podcast called? Um, Tooth Talk.
0: Tooth Tooth Talk. Okay. Have a little yeah. have, a, have a little uh, Tooth Talk podcast. Cool. So you can get people out like there. That. That's awesome. So is your book? Is it available on, on Audible? Is it? Audio, is it got an audio book?
1: What we do is at the moment we have it as paper pack from yeah. Amazon. Yeah. And later on when the demand. It's there, then we'll probably look into a kind Kindle version. Awesome, you know, um, yeah, awesome. I might get you
0: to. I um, well, have a look at your book. I might be interested to, to get to do a little bit on on my book, put a little bit in because it's interesting. Dentistry is huge. I did a little bit, but it'd be very interesting to get a, a little bit. I'll of send a, you a, a copy. A, yeah, yeah, awesome. I, I, I love, I love. Um, yeah, we will um, have a little read of it. I see all my books. I, I have them all on here. I just listen to them. I mean, I, I just. Cause it, that's great yeah because I, I just walk or i can just um i can just walk or be cooking or driving and i don't know i just always learn better but yeah if you give me a book it could be awesome to say, take little bits of it out and uh could put you in but been an absolute pleasure uh talking to you um finally like what finally yeah
1: absolutely <laughs> yeah
0: this this um yeah no it's been, it's been great and so yeah if i mean now we've Put a name to a face, and I'll, I'll be continue to send pe- uh, people your way because I know. Um, well, I've had nothing but but good things. So,
1: yeah, lo- nothing else you want to add? Well, I would really say that people uh, ought to get as much information they can before they embark on any kind of treatment, so they know the on the pros, the cons, and that they have second opinions. That they talk with people who've been through everything. So, for example, read the testimonials on on my website. And I think it's the most important thing is that people take their responsibility in their own hand, get the information, and then make the decisions that are right for them. And really trust your God.
0: Awesome. And just for people out there who are who do want to work with you,
1: what is the best way to contact you at the moment? At the moment, is through elmar at dr-elmar.jung.com. Okay, so that's your, your email, yeah? That's the email from my business, yes. Perfect.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much for coming on today.
1: It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for having me.
0: So there you have it, guys and girls. Dr. Elmar Jan, um, really nice guy, really knowledgeable guy, phenomenal dentist, and someone that I use... Um, my clients but so before i like to get people healthy before we do that do that because it depends on their immune system but your teeth are so integral to your health and it's something that often gets overlooked um so you know someone go and buy his book um shut your mouth and open wide and uh yeah he's just someone that i definitely would recommend if you're in the, the uk people sometimes say to me oh he's so far away it's like well, when it comes to your health, you know, I traveled around the world to learn from the best. I'd regularly travel two and a half hours to see my doctor, like, for checkups every two and a half years. He's not my—it's not a normal doctor. it's a biological doctor. Because um, when it comes to your health, what's more important? You know, people regularly travel around the world to, to see stuff or, you know, to see friends and family. But when it comes to your health, they won't. It's like, oh, I wish he was closer. Yeah, well, when it comes to your health, if you really care, then you'll put in the effort. Um, And you know that's just me being brutally honest, guys and girls. You know, Uh, it's the same with when it comes to for paying for certain things. You know, Um, (laughs) when it comes to health, you'll find a way. Uh, I always say to people, it cost me twenty-five thousand pounds to know what I know. I didn't have money at the time. I took credit cards out, took a loan out. I just knew that I couldn't live the way I was going to live. I didn't want to live the way I was living, being ill. It was not fun, Um, and so I knew I could always earn more money when I was healthy, which I have been able to do. But at the time, you know. We talk about things being expensive. Yeah, well, people—it's their job after all, and you're paying for their expertise. But really, you're investing in yourself. You're saying, well, "I'm going to be paying this person for their program, but I'm investing in myself that I take take things seriously." But also, you know, it's it's just something that you have to do if you want to be healthy. Um, unfortunately, it's it's the part. I'm mean, not saying that's like everyone taking loans out, and getting credit cards, but that was what my dream. I know a lot of other people have been in the same same boat because once you're healthy you can do whatever you want there's a great quote and i always love it and it says when a man's got his health he's got a million dreams when he hasn't he's got but one and that's so true and um yeah it's something that i think people should just take on board a little bit more when you actually want to be healthy you'll do the things you know you're you're doing things necessary you'll buy the supplements you'll buy the good food you'll do the qigong the tai chi you're going for walks. you get out in nature You'll make sure you've got good vitamin D, fresh air. I mean, the, the list goes on the on. you cut out as many toxins as possible. You know, you can't dry off when you're still in the shower, as I said with Elmer and, and the show. Um, you've got to stop that. those toxins coming in. There's a million and one things you can do. So I just want you to take that on board, uh, guys and girls. I think it's really, really important. Um, as I said before the show, though, if you have got any health issues, then and you're looking for some one-to-one help, then send me an email at Ryan at reviveyourself.co or head over to www.reviveyourself.co where you can fill out my contact details. And we've got our shop over there for the supplements and other help promoting uh help promoting things such as um um electromagnetic frequency blocking devices, our water filtration systems, etc. <clears throat> and um yeah if you head over to blueblocks.com Excuse me, Bluebox.com, ten percent off. If you put in code Revive, and the same with essential wizardry.com Small caps, small letters. Sorry, Revive, you get ten percent off. Otherwise, that's it for the show this week, guys and girls. Hope you're having a good springtime. Uh, stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye.